welcome to another episode of Tuesday Tea with me, Sweet D. And today we have a very special guest. Joanne O'Halloran is here with us today. And this woman is just incredible. I actually was featured on her show and just you know, every now and then I connect with certain female entrepreneurs where it's like, yes, I like you. And so it's really sweet to have you come on my show. I'm so happy you're here. Welcome. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. And likewise, I totally gravitated towards you. I adore you. So I love that we get to do this. (laughs) Well, thanks. So listen, she's a success coach for moms. She helps moms figure out what direction they want to go in in life outside of the corporate world and how to make it happen. Joanne is a single mom to her bright, beautiful daughter, Leah, who is now all grown up and starting her own journey in the world. Joanne knows all too well what it is like trying to balance being a mom and struggling to find her passion and purpose in life. For 17 years, she's worked in HR, climbing the corporate ladder, trying to find her place and not really fitting in or fully enjoying what she did, but also too afraid to seek what she really wanted. At the start of the pandemic, she took a leap of faith and started her own business after she worked with a coach to figure out her direction in life and has never looked back. Yes, Joanne has made it her mission to empower as many moms as possible to create the life they want without restriction and have some fun doing it. Yay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a lot. And you're doing it really well. I mean, even just following you on social media and just your journey. I think we talked maybe I was on your show maybe six months ago or something. And and even since then, you're just, you're very inspiring, which is in large part why I really wanted to have you on the show. So I have to ask, and I'm sure listeners are wondering too, what was that spark? Was there some, like some event or something that happened where you thought, I just really don't want to be a part of the corporate world anymore? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was. I had actually had two miscarriages and it was my second one that floored me and really made me question everything, like in terms of what my relationship was like, what my relationship with my daughter was like, what my family life was like, what my work life was like, what my whole life looked like. And yeah, like I've heard people say before that, you know, it can be that one moment, that one emotional impact in life that can change everything. For me, that was it. But it was like it sent me down a rabbit hole. You know, when you're going really, really fast, shooting along, it was like going down that rabbit hole. And I could see everything going along beside me going, oh, I don't like that. Oh, no, I don't like that. Oh, no, I definitely don't like that. So I got myself to a point where I was like, I can tell you exactly what I don't want, Mm. but I can't tell you what I do want. So it was that one moment in time that just meant that we need to do something about this and we need to change everything, which is what I did. Nothing is the same. Nothing. I'm so sorry that you've had to go through that experience, not once, but twice, but through just immense tragedy, you built up this incredible business for yourself. It's like the Mm -hmm. ultimate breakthrough. Yeah. And you know, right. As sad as it is, I'm actually very grateful like that, that it happened. Do you know, I'm not grateful. I don't have my babies, but I am super grateful that it happened because it gave me an opportunity to reconnect with myself and what was really important to me and what I wanted. And I had never done that before. So for as sad as it is that I don't have the babies, I have lovely memories that I'll be able to create, but I do have that where it's after giving me, you know, a platform to be able to go, okay, what do I really want in life? What good can come from it? Hmm. When you, when you first 
had that realization and you noticed that, hey, I need more. I want to do more. How did you know that you wanted to become a coach and help other women? Oh, I love that question. Okay, so I started off not knowing what I wanted. Mm. And it 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 was weird. It was kind of like a, it, there was I know everybody says they have their journey. Mine happened super quickly over a really short period of time mm. where I had been in counseling for for the loss of the babies, but the counseling wasn't getting me anywhere. And she suggested I go for bioenergy healing. And weird how weird things happen, right? This is a true story, true event. When I went for the bioenergy healing, she gave me a copy of the secret. I got really excited about Bob Proctor, thought he was the best thing since sliced bread. But obviously what you put out, you get back. I literally saw an ad on Facebook that was for one of one of his top consultants that was doing an event really, really close to me. I went and I met her and she became my coach. And within four weeks of working with her, it became really obvious. The bits about HR that I loved were me coaching. I had always coached. I was always the person to give advice. I was always the person to lift people up when they were feeling down. Never occurred to me, oh, I could actually have a career in that. I'd be really good at it because I really enjoy it. It doesn't feel like work. It's like so much fun to be able to do, which is just crazy. So for as much as the HR bit wasn't for me, that one teeny, teeny, tiny bit Mm -hmm. was exactly what I was meant to be doing for my entire life. But it was working from who I am and getting really clear on who I am brought me to that point. But I don't think I would have done that if I hadn't met my coach, to be perfectly honest with you. I don't think I had the capacity to do it. My direction was going down a very different pathway, but I needed to have those blinds brought, kind of brought to my attention and awareness brought to it to get to that point. But then it was like, I've arrived. Wow. 17 years in HR. You're constantly Mm -hmm. taking care of everything for everybody else. So how yeah. beautiful that you were able to find a coach to help you navigate. Hey, mm-hmm. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> you know, there, I've got a lot to give. That's so, so awesome. You have a very realness about you. When you mm-hmm. say that you're a coach, you're living it. Everything that you say is just so incredibly genuine. Where did you get the confidence to really step into that new role for yourself? Oh, I have to tell you a story. So my mother would have always told me I was painfully shy. Right. So I just want to put that out there. The Joanne that exists now is not the Joanne that I was two, three years ago. Um, really, really shy. The thought of speaking in public literally created physical reactions in me. Like I'm not even talking about going bright red or, you know, voice shaking. I literally would back into a corner. I would have the wobbly tummy, you know, where you get like the nervous poos where you have to go to the bathroom yeah. and the oh, no. beforehand. <laughs> Yeah, so bad, like so, so, so bad. Like it was insane. I ran a team of 18 people. I sat on the senior management team in not my last job, the job before that. And I remember I would always delegate to lots of people, right? Delegate to everybody so I didn't have to stand up and speak in front of people. And I'm running a team of 18 people, multi-million euro company. I was going to one event where I could not delegate. And I'm sharing this story just to show that you can move past like feeling inadequate and not feeling confident because I think we don't know you don't hear enough stories about this Mm. but I was going to an event where I had to speak to a room of 30 people I was petrified oh my god I was so terrified I coughed in the car the whole way down to try and lose my voice so that I wouldn't have to speak because I could not think of any way to get out of it so I coughed and coughed and coughed now let's be real did I lose my voice no not that day I didn't, but I did the next day, right? I had the worst sore throat the next day. 
But that's how terrified I was. I was trying to do everything I could to get out of it and couldn't do it. So how did I get confidence being able to put myself out there? I really had to work on the image that I held of myself. Because like I'm sure we've all heard the saying, it's not who you think you are that holds you back, it's who you think you're not. So I believed I was shy. I believed I was like an introvert, which I am. I'm not, I'm not like a huge extrovert. I'm a messer, but I'm not a huge extrovert. But I had to work really hard and getting clear on who I was and getting comfortable with myself and understanding that actually what I want to do is to serve other people. It's not about me. It's about who I can help and how I can help them. And when you start to work through that and get really comfortable with that and start to serve people, it no longer becomes about me. Like so it no longer becomes about you. So it's easy um, to actually be able to do it. But also confidence comes with confidence. So the only way to move past it is to take action. And I know it's crazy scary. I know I coughed my way to a whole event, so I know. But (laughs) it is the only way to get past it is to actually become confident in what you do. And the only way to become confident is to take action. Take the scary action. Every little step. Little step. Here's something that I I don't think I've shared with you. Talking about, you know, taking action and how those small actions build upon confidence and you've got to push through. When you sent me an email, and I forget, did you see me on Instagram? You saw my book from somewhere. I saw your book. I saw my book. I was floored because forever, my entire career, my target demographic of who I coach mainly is like C-level executives, male. And there's never really been the confidence to go in and coach and speak with women. And I don't know why, but Mm -hmm. I've always just been coaching men. And so- when you emailed me, I had been doing a lot of like self-reflection and, and just thinking about my business as a whole. And now that I'm a mom, a three-year-old, I'm like, why don't I coach women? That just seems really weird to me. And then mm-hmm. you like the next day I got the email from you and I thought, hmm, okay, universe, God, whatever you want to call it. It's like, this is kind of interesting. And I've done so many interviews, you know, all different types of markets. And with you, I was incredibly nervous and I don't get nervous very oh often. God. Because I never wanted to be looked at as the mom entrepreneur. I wanted to be my own like standalone, like I'm a Mm. business owner and an entrepreneur and I happen to be a mom. When I started to really like strip away this harsh side of me and what I thought was correct in my business and Sam, I got a really great coach who was like, you're a mom, lean into that. What are you doing? Of course Mm. you can coach women. But being on your show was this incredible confidence boost for me. So thank you for allowing me that opportunity to really lean more into that aspect of who who I am. You were very kind with your questions. (laughs) Oh, I loved having you on. No, and look, I think as women though, as well, we're still trying to fit into that kind of male dominated world and we forget to be who we are and you know the things that kind of make us special and stuff that we love like I know I avoided being like having the single mom label for an awful long time because I was like no I am not a single mom I'm this this and this Mm. but actually that's our superpower like as moms we're amazing and we can resonate with each other an awful lot better than you know with other people and I just think there's huge connections that are that can be absolutely made there. I loved having you on my show. I loved it. We had such good fun. It was. It was a blast. Whether you're a mom or not, I think just as a woman, when you can really lean into being a woman, it's like, well, mm-hmm. I don't have to compete. I can just be me and show up and offer the world whatever gifts I have and just be 100%. okay. Yeah, be okay yeah. with that. Yeah. 
And I think as women, we're really good at that. So I think we're really good at just genuinely connecting because we want to lift each other up and we want to see each other succeed. And I don't think there's the same level of competitiveness. And I'm a competitive person. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't tell me I can't do something. I will 100% prove you wrong. But I think this. <laughs> but I think being able to, you know, support other women on their journey, whatever it is, there isn't that competition that's there. It's like, okay, how can I help you? How how can I help you get there? Yeah, I love that. And you do it so sweetly. So thanks. Oh, it's the, it's the Irish accent. That's what it is. <laughs> my favorite. Yes. Oh my goodness. So you have this show and you have a new show that's mm-hmm. going live in September. Is that right? Yeah, that okay. is correct. Yeah. So the empowered mom movement starting in September, tell us more about it. Oh, I love it. So because my mission in life is to empower moms everywhere I don't care what your walk of life is I think we all have an incredible power in us and we get to unleash it on the world and have whatever life that we want whatever that looks like and as moms we have so many other fingers in so many other buckets that we want you know to be able to help with you can do it all it's up to you what you want to do so the show is literally showing you how you do that so whether it's you know you want to start your own business whether it's you have no idea what you want to do but you want help figuring it out, we will show you how to do that. Whether it's that you just want to see how other moms have picked themselves up and being able to do that, dust themselves off and being able to do it with like six children in tow or as a single parent, how do you actually do that? And then how do you get reconnected with yourself? So being like an empowered mom means so many different things to different people. What does it mean for you? You do not have to fit into one particular box. You get to be you, feel empowered when you're doing it, own it, claim your power and keep going. Oh my goodness. Love it. And we will absolutely have a link in the show notes so that you guys can check that out. It's going to be awesome. I'm certain of it. What piece of advice can you offer to these lovely listeners? If they're struggling from moving from the corporate world into, you know, their full being of wanting to be an entrepreneur (laughs) and they happen to be a mom, what is the best piece of advice you could give and a tidbit of encouragement with making that transition? Hmm. I think the biggest learning, I think, for any mom transition is get really clear on what way you want your life to look, because I've seen so many people do it the other way around. Mm-hmm. So being in the corporate world, you work X amount of hours, right? You're very structured, probably in the way that you do it. And um, some weeks you might work more hours, some weeks you might work less. But that is literally the box that you've put yourself into. When you're transitioning over, if you do not create the life that you want first and get really, really clear on that, you're not going to change the dynamics of the way that you run a business or you go into your new job. It's going to be the exact same. You're going to continue to be left feeling unfulfilled, probably annoyed and frustrated. And it will completely detach you from the reason why you did this in the first place. Always get really clear on the life that you want first and create that. As much as you'll battle with yourself on it, create that first. And then fit your business or your job into it afterwards. Never the other way around. Such good advice. Thank you for that. (laughs) Fantastic advice. And if anyone would like to connect with you personally, what's the best way for them to do that? Oh, on Instagram, 100% for sure. It is my favorite hangout. I love it. I'm all about the crack on there because I'm just a big messer and I love being on there. So yeah, it's awakened potential coaching, but I'm always on Instagram. It's my favorite hangout. Awesome. And we will be sure to have links in the show notes for that as well. 
Joanne, thank you so much for being here. I just really enjoy you. You too. All right. That's it for this episode. I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Tuesday Tea is produced and hosted by me, Dominica Lumazar. If you'd like to support the growth of this podcast, you can by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, by sharing it with your family, friends, and followers. And if you would like some personal support and feedback for your own brand, product, or service, I would like to personally invite you to join the conversation over on Facebook at Inspired Women's Business Network. It's been so amazing to read all of the messages on Instagram, and many of you have mentioned that you would like to connect with like-minded women, which is why I started this community page so that we can all continue to learn and grow together. Again, that group page is called Inspired Women's Business Network. I look forward to seeing you all there.